Metu Netter Volume 2, Anuk Ausar, The Comedic Initiation System. Chapter 11, The Outset Stage of Initiation, Laying the Foundation for Spiritual Development. Beginning on page 216, Assignment Number 1, Discovering the Sources of Our Conditionings. We will use the above list of shortcomings and life objectives in two sets of meditation. The first is the well-known age regression technique. We use it to discover the moment in our lives when we establish one, each of the above life objectives, and two, each of our emotional and sensual conditionings that control our behavior, whether the behavior itself is negative or not, pleasurable or painful. A great impediment to overcoming our negative conditionings is the belief that they represent who we are. The age regression meditation process will lead you to discover the first time in your present life in which you sowed each belief and behavior. You will discover that in most cases, most of your beliefs and conditionings were established in your childhood, the most impressionable and indiscriminate period of your life. A major step in the initiation of our spiritual growth is a realization that most of what we believe in ourselves to be representative of adult behavior from the fact that the majority of the Shahu adults around us manifest similar behavior is really the result of childish perceptions and thinking. Besides, we will also discover that our behavior was established through the indiscriminate imitation of others. It doesn't represent who we are. For example, an abusive husband may discover that he learned to be that way from his father or some uncle that made a strong impression on him, but suppress the fact that for one reason or another you might discover that your fear of failing but suppress the fact for one reason or another. You might discover that your fear of failing may have come from some long suppressed incident when you were three years old in which you were belittled by some ignorant adult. You may have been sexually molested as a child and as a five-year-old swore that all men are no good. You, are, you no longer remember the affirmation that you gave yourself in the fear-ridden heightened state of receptivity, and you may not remember the event itself, yet it is there, hidden from you, actively shaping your present inability to relate to men while wanting very much to be involved. In addition to gaining the ability to begin transcending our conditionings through seeing the childishness of their origin, this process leads to the freeing of a great deal of energy trapped in suppressed emotions. The result is an increase in vitality and healing. Incidentally, the fact that in the comedic version of age regression, Unlike that used by hypnotherapists and psychoanalysts, the initiate and in identifying with Ausar during the meditation and in daily life is able to avoid the ravages of digging up some very painful suppressed emotions. The procedure. One, go into trance, chant, trance chanting the Hekau words of power. Ung, Vang, Dehung, see Appendix A. Two, after about 10 minutes of being in trance, which you will recognize from the feeling of extreme lightness or heaviness, deep, calm, pleasurable sensations of warmth or cold version, visions, etc., relieve the scenario, relive the scenario you have selected to work on. 
Three, after reliving the situation, sit in contemplation. In other words, adapt an inactive state of mind with the expectation to be transported to some long forgotten or suppressed situation in your childhood or earlier part of your life in which you first had the experience that has led you to your present behavior. Four, once you have succeeded the task, make a detailed and thorough record of the experience. Be sure to include the bodily sensations experience, the color clothing you were wearing, how old you were, odors that may have been present in the room. All of these may be recalling to you presently the ill feelings you experienced back then. All traumatic experiences throw people into trance and they associate everything in their environment at the moment as part of the negative experience. Five, go back into trance with the Hekau Ung Ausar Hung. Once in trance, relive some past episode, but see yourself as Ausar. Pay attention to the points of tension in your body when the emotions manifest themselves and when and will yourself not to respond as you did in the original situation. In other words, if in a situation you got angry and cried, relive it without doing so this time. Instead, say firmly, Anuk, I am. Ausar, Anuk, Ausar. And go through the reliving of the situation several times without giving in to the original emotions. Six, note that by modifying the memory of an event, you change its present effect upon you. Memories of events are not just stored records sitting inactively like papers in a filing cabinet. They are always influencing and shaping the behaviors of the present. That's true. You must dig them up and modify them. Relive the childhood experiences and refile them with the understanding that you have acquired as an adult. Do you cry when something goes wrong? It's a leftover it's a leftover from when you were an infant and had no other means of communicating your discomfort or perceived threat. Twenty, thirty, fifty years, several thousand words and ideas later, why are you still communicating through the mammalian brain? The Ong, the Ung Ausar Hung meditation aims at the beginning at beginning the process of identifying yourself with Ausar. It will eventually lead to the realization that God is always present at the center of your being. It is the presence, the source of the consciousness you feel as yourself. The awareness once built up will play a major role in preventing you from knowingly doing wrong. Success in this meditation can be facilitated through the use of jasmine oil or incense, wearing blue clothing, and lighting the room with a blue lamp. It should be done once a week between 8 and 10 p.m. It should last from 30 to 45 minutes. It is most likely that you would have completed the other assignments for this stage of initiation before this one. Simply continue it while you are going through stage two of initiation. Due to the nature of trance in which the will tends to be vacated 
and if invoked too strongly, it tends to weaken the state of trance. It is highly recommended that these meditations be performed with the assistance of a friend. Best, of course, is some of the good character whom you trust and definitely someone who is also going through the initiation. Besides being of great assistance to the meditation process, it will add true depth and meaning to friendship and marriage if your partner is your spouse. The helpmate will assist by cueing you to perform your visualizations, remind you of the subject of your visualizations, reminding you to chant and stay focused, etc. She, he should speak slowly, calmly, and not too much. Before assisting anyone, a helpmate must perform the meditation so as to know from experience what is to be done. See Appendix B for additional instructions for giving assistance in meditation. Assignment number two, the sorrows of Auset. You are to go into trance and relive no more than 10 of the above scenarios in which you are controlled by your emotions and make yourself experience deep sorrow for impeding the God within from rising to the foreground of your life. One. Go into trance with the Hekau Tem Nen Ausar. 2. Once in trance, relive the selection of scenarios. 3. See yourself indulging in the incorrect behavior as a result of which. 4. Ausar falls dead at your feet. 5. Realize that your person is set who has killed Ausar. 6. See Auset weeping for him and join her in her sorrow. Make yourself weep as well. This is important as it is your way of expressing remorse for what you have done. Note, see Appendix C for illustrations of the images of Ausa and Ausar. You may find yourself cry, making yourself cry awkward. What you have to understand is that such reflex actions as crying, laughing, sighing, smiling, and so on are not merely expressions of emotional states, they are the automatic reflexes generated by the body to relive tension, sort of exhaust values. Most people gradually build up a chronic state of tension that goes undetected and is mistaken for the normal state of being. Crying in trance, the sorrows of outset ritual, is the chief means of removing the chronic tension caused by failure to feel remorse from knowingly doing wrong. This tension is created by the conflict between the self and the person. The ritual aids for this meditation are the essential oil composed of two parts, mirth to one part spearmint and white clothing. It is imperative that these oils must be used for must not be used for any other purpose. Later on, the mere scent or imagining of it will recall the feeling of remorse in any situation. The meditation must be done for 21 adjacent days without failure. Beginning at the new moon, the following seven days of the lunar cycle must be used to examine the effectiveness of your work. See below regarding the objectives of the outset stage of initiation. It must also be used to prepare the scenarios for the next month's meditation. Since you are likely to have more than 10 scenarios to work on, it will take you several months to complete this stage of initiation. 
Do not be in a hurry to complete this stage as it is the foundation of the work that you are doing. In general, this stage of initiation should take about three to six months. The meditation must be done between 8 and 11 p.m. Avoid eating at least three hours prior to meditation. Assignment number three, the way of life during the outset stage of initiation. It is important to realize that in it, that in initiation, we are just not simply changing behavior, but developing our spiritual faculties and powers as well. In this stage, we are just not conditioning ourselves to feel remorse over the fact that our being controlled by the animal part of our being keeps the divinity within us from rising, but awakening and developing something within us, the outset faculty whose function along with memory, learning, material, instinct, etc., is to interact with our relatively inactive, indwelling divinity to give birth to our will, that part of us which is the embodiment of our freedom to ignore and transcend the lower part of being. The remorse that we must cultivate is merely the behavior that we must exhibit to be in harmony with the outset faculty as this is its attitude towards the true self's present plight. We must also be in harmony with the energy of the physical counterpart of outset faculty, which is classified as the watery or cold moist modality of the life force. It makes the person easygoing, peace-loving, conservative, motherly, caring in conflicts. It induces the person to seek a peaceful, non-confrontational, non-violent resolution. The initiate will find it helpful to wear blue and the essential oil of jasmine as much as possible to alter his mood in the direction of the characteristic behavior of the outset faculty. These are the qualities, especially the last, that we must manifest during the six months or more of this stage of initiation. It is imperative that we meet conflicts in harmony with the character of this faculty in order to realize the full powers of the words of power worked in this stage. In the same manner that each type of creature thrives in a specific climate and environment, so does each word of power thrive in its related temperament. There is no need to fear that people will walk over you for not meeting fire with fire. It is important to realize that powers of the Hatao of Auset will give you success as long as you have awakened it through meditation, meditating and living in harmony with its energy. For additional details, see volume one, pages 293 to 295. Objectives of the Outset Stage of Initiation We come now to a most important question. How do you know what you have how do you know that you have completed the initiation work of a specific stage? We must remember that we cannot expect mastery over our lower nature until we have completed the sixth stage, Ma'at of initiation. We cannot expect to manifest the fullness of our spiritual powers and wisdom until we complete all 10 stages. Each stage continues to contributes to the objective. We will know that we have fulfilled the objective of this stage when we automatically feel remorse, when we allow our behavior in thought, emotions, and actions to be controlled 
by our emotions and sensual passions. We are not seeking to transcend the emotions at this stage, even though some may fall by the wayside. For additional details on Auset, see Volume 1, pages 233 through 235, 293 through 295, and 346 to 351. Here ends the reading of Chapter 11. And if you live in the Minnesota Twin Cities area, join us on Saturday or Sunday, September 22nd, for a lupus walk from 8 to 10 a.m. You can register online at jdillalupuswalk.eventbrite.org.